advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat very Maybe not. Everyone does well, it backwards. It, yeah, nine three twenty two or three nine. Well, if it was ours, if this is United, it's nine three twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Is this it, from the Ukrainian? Other countries do it. No, it's from UK. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's? I never knew that stood for that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. United Cranium. Right. <clears throat> Boomerangs and yeah. such. Big head. Yeah. So they. <laughs> Huge cranium. Yeah. Looking at my. Huge cranium stack of. Uh, biscuits. Mm-hmm. That looks like a fucking cookie. These are just cookies. Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah, they're cookies. That's what biscuits are. Yes, yeah. biscuits here are different. They yeah, call them biscuits. They call cookies delicious. biscuits. And over there they have dog. What do they call? They have dog cookies. What do they call? What do they call cornbread over there? Delicious. Maze me. <laughs> tight. Tight. It's <laughs> fucking tight, dude. Cornbread is tight. I want some cornbread now. We need to come up with our own brand of cornbread. We do. We have a couple brands. I made chili yesterday, too. Did you? Did you use chili in your chili? I didn't use chili in my chili. I own cornbread. You didn't use chili in your chili. I did use a... You used chili powder? I used a chipotle chili powder, and it's fucking amazing. It's, like, so good. It's how people make it, it, Brad. It really added a... Because I've always just used shitty chili pepper... And I've never liked it. Like I've up. never been a huge fan of chili. So a lot of times I don't even put it. I'll just get heat from a different source, such as El Yucateco hot sauce. Hmm. But the Chipotle chili powder is like it's got us. this smoky. It's so good. Hmm. Some next level shit right there. Hmm. Why's your hand moving like that on a desk, bro? What you got going on? Catching my leg. Oh yeah, yeah. Like his it. fucking <clears throat> Chipotle chili powder. You camping under the desk, bro? You camping under? Right, take a look. I love it. So <laughs> Josia Allen. Is that it? Josia? Maybe. J-O-S-I-A. I'm <laughs> <laughs> questioning the alphabet now. Josia. He doesn't Josia. do math. Josia. Josiah? Josiah. Uh-huh, I have to eat these Josiah. once I open them. It's Josiah. He likes it. He had a bag for these. Um, so Josiah uh, Allen sent us uh, a bottle of... Uh, called Macaulay Coke again. Coke again. <laughs> Santa Fe Spirits. And oh, they man. make... Uh, Single malt, aged in apple brandy casks. Did you hear about Brad? Mm-mm. He's doing coke again. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so um, we're gonna raise a glass of. Uh, oh shit! Mac- I said a cookie. Macaulay Coke again. It might accent the cookie. Maybe. Mm. Well, it had apple on the front end. That's really good. good. Yeah, it's it's really got a little good. smoke coming in at the very end. It does. Yeah, it's complex. That's good. Yeah, that is complex. Yeah, that's. It's weird. Not everything is like that. That is complex because it's you got get, legs. It's got some serious legs on. It the knows glass. how to use them. Yeah, 
No, that's pretty good. That's really interesting. It's hot. That's it's 92 proof. proof. That's good. Which is surprisingly smooth for 92 proof. Yeah, it's it's uh <clears throat> well that's where the heat comes in. Yeah. Oh shit. No, that's a nice that's a nice whiskey. And that's cool because it's not biscuit. one you're likely to find everywhere. You know what I appreciate about these? Hmm. The biscuits. They're not like, yeah, the, they're not like here. American cookies are like so sweet. Yeah. Like, they're, you know what I mean? You, you know, they're yeah. yeah. They're like, they're, 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 ta- they're tame sweetness. Oh, I think you said tangy. I was like, weird. No, they're like tame. They're like yeah. tamed, which Just, I guess that's why you call them a biscuit. Because even like this is a double chocolate, but not as not as tamed as like Mexican pastry, mm-mm. which no, I don't those care have, for because mm-hmm. there's not enough. That was look going a, on. they look awesome. They yeah, look amazing, and then they don't quite deliver. Like yeah. they don't taste quite like Mexicans. Mexican candy, though. <laughs> yeah, they look tame. <laughs> um, Mexican candy though is kind of awesome. I'm not a fan of most Mexican candy Dude, either. I don't, I don't that, like the chili lime scenario at the gas candy. station over. Uh, off Ming Avenue at the that one with the green dinosaur, they have like Skittles and a bunch of normal candy that's all been repacked but covered in chili. So they have, oh, like, wow. they have like Mexican Skittles and or chili chili Skittles and a bunch of shit like that. Yeah, I didn't buy it because I was being good. But I bought my it looks good. I bought my son some fucking uh, cheese puff balls, the Mexican ones though, mm-hmm. like from Mexico, right? And he didn't like them. No. They they the cheese is different on them for sure. Really. Yeah, he didn't like them. Okay. Probably like, real cheese. Uh, it's like, <laughs> like, and we're used to the. Fucking it's different. It's like shit. more of a. Yeah, it's just a different <clears throat> cheese. Like it was a little different. Did but, you, yeah, he was. Did you say who it. got you those cookies? Lee Nutland. Yeah. I think we thunk him. We thunk him last week. Yeah, he plays. We he did, plays yeah. upload. It's mm. not like the show. Mm. Just four guys at a table eating cookies. The first one to come mm. in their face wins. Yeah, yeah. They that the rules. Nutland. Yeah, yeah. They scream Nutland. Upload. Yeah. He's, he's the winner. That's Diamond's yeah. real last name. That's his nickname. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nutland. Yeah. yeah. He lives in But it. I figured I'd try some. So. You think you could finish that whole pack? No, fuck. I could. I don't think you could do that. I don't. Is there just I'm one of each? It. Uh, no, there's a couple of each. You got through three? I'm just trying to figure out what's what. You could probably do one of each, though. Butter, crinkle, crunch. Oh, you ate two of the one. They got chocolate and cream oh, Vietna- would, Vietnamese. You went too deep on That's that one. That's not even a fucking no, call. No, that was one. Asking if someone cookie. could eat that whole thing? Fuck yeah, someone could eat that whole thing. Yeah. I think so. It's, it's just one, stone, it's just one cookie. Whole thing. Oh, it's one per thing. Yeah, it's not a... Oh, this is, so that's, this a, that's a golden crunch cookie? cream. That cookie right there, that section is one cookie. Um, What is that one? No, that's two cookies. That's that's two cookies. Yeah. Biscuits. It's because those have cream in the Biscuits. middle. There was only room. These ones are good, though. They're chocolate-covered... What are those ones? Fabulous chocolatey milk chocolate rounds. These are like the Keebler Elf, the oh, chocolate. Oh yeah. Remind me between the show. There's a whole another box of goodies up there from Australia right now. Hmm. Yeah. I don't even need these. I just wanted to try them. Well, so I'm on, a, I'm on a diet. Every week we give out a hot sack uh, brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce, King of Flavors since 1968. Our primary sponsor. This is solves it for me. Super delicious. Um, I put it in my chili. Because I the it added the heat the chipotle powder added the heat but not enough. I had a wrap earlier and since my current my recent diet switch I hadn't been having triple X as much and I fucking just went for it like good old times and I got the fucking head change I was like capsaicin high. Oh nice. What's going on, Brad? That's a good one. He's like drunk on cookies over there. <laughs> What's up with that? One? That one's good. Oh, That's saying good a lot because Brad is like fucking picky. Everything's garbage. Everything's no, fucking garbage. Not garbage. Most things are great. No, he's really taken aback by this cookie yeah, right here. Like his eyes crossed a little bit. He had a fucking mouth gasm. What's up? Like, uh, What's up? It dribbled. Um. 
Fucking game a little bit, I think. Yeah, he would have won. He would have beat Nutland. Yeah, I, I, I solved it, though. This is the biscuit selection, and they have milk chocolate cookies. So it's the same shit. Uh, what do you mean milk shit. chocolate cookies? These are the milk chocolate chip cookies right oh, now. As opposed to just not milk chocolate? They didn't call them milk chocolate biscuits. True. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, it said cookies. It says cookies. I see what you're going for here. So the others are biscuits. Those are cookies. So this oh, week, all cookies. our hot sack goes to the one and only Julie Bamer. Um, she made a post of uh, catching some El Yucateco in the wild at a local restaurant. Uh, she did a cool she little video a spicy ketchup. Yeah, she blocked the spicy ketchup with a pepper shaker and did like a cool little like retro 70s looking video effect on it and posted it. So uh, it was it was a good post. Thank you for sharing your uh, El Yucateco in the wild experience. Um, and uh, Frankie Pigeons will reach out to you to get your bio data, your deets, as they say. Your box, it's gonna and, be a hot box. Uh, I got so much hot hot sauce shit. Yeah, we got a lot of shit up there. You might Hats get a and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Send them some biscuits. Leftover biscuits, the ones that Brad didn't eat. These motherfuckers, the nutrition information, they got energy on here. Yeah, they do. Jewels, jewels, and units yeah. of energy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Motherfucker, eighty four hundred like, kilojoules. It's like, yeah. like a Pokemon or something. Yeah. What's your energy? Yeah. What's your energy level of that cookie? <laughs> I don't know if I can take that one down. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't do enough damage. Yeah, it's um, weird, right? Like we're we do calories, we do, do calories, kilojoules. Yeah. And as always, we want to thank our patrons. Um, if you uh, like the show, if you want to support us, uh, that's a great way to do it. You can go to Patreon.com/backslash uh, Sofa King Podcast and uh, donate for as little as a dollar. You get all of our bonus episodes, um, and then there's higher tiers where you get higher shit. We're actually talking about a new uh, gift for some of our higher end tiers. Um, Talking about the last couple of weeks, we just need to get some design work done on it. Uh, but yeah, we're always uh, doing it's assless chaps. Trying, so let's put it yeah, it is. yeah. I mean, that's the prototype anyway. Yeah, but we're always trying to do cool shit for our patrons. We really appreciate it. Um, and that's uh, one way you can support the show. Another way is by going to podbelly.com, uh, finding some good podcasts to listen to, including Soph King Podcast um, and others. Uh, but uh, podbelly.com. Josh Burton been at that motherfucker's a little too. He wrecked quiet. his side by side and he sent me a picture of himself. Yeah. Is he all messed up? Uh, look like a, a what is it? A, a member berry? The purple fucking. <laughs> like a member berry? <laughs> Probably wasn't wearing a helmet. I think he, well, I think he said he was. He was What's born a with a helmet. Side? He's had a helmet since kindergarten. Uh, side by side razor, UTV. Oh, okay. I'm going to message him to make sure he's okay. He he's might have died okay. from a concussion. Maybe. He got real quiet. When did that go down? Um, This was, I can tell you the date, March 7th. So, yeah, a little. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, a little black guys. Oh, fuck. Or yeah. makeup. Oh. Well. He just needs to do both of them so it matches. He looks like the yeah. he looks like the secretary from looks Drew like Carey. A, looks like a Mr. <laughs> looks like <laughs> Mimi. Looks like a Mr. Potato Head with a black eye. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Did uh that that whiskey really fucking like kick me in the head right now? It's hot. That was hot. Like more was than good, it ever should have for that amount. I ate before we came down here. Just I did for too. That reason, yeah. You fucking watched oh, yeah, me yeah, eat that right. fucking rice bowl. Like I have no idea why it's hit me that hard. Well, just wait. We got a whole other bottle of McCulky cooking. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, wanted some chili and cornbread, but I can't even make chili anymore. You never could, for the record. I it could. Was, it was all a lie. I could. 
not really what you're making. You're opening a can. I can make chili. Make some. I could. Do it then. Fine, I, I will. I'm I support saying. you defining your chili as whatever you want to define your chili. That's at. right. That's right. <laughs> I support you defining pickles as whatever you want to define them as. Thank you. Fucking Rudolph over here playing the look Brit just gave me. The look he just gave me was fucking murder. Well, I've had people. I've heard people say before, like, "Oh, if you put beans in it, it's not chili." Like right. eat a fucking dick. No, eat a dick. Put, I'm just saying, like you can't like, you didn't make eat it. A if it's dick. Ar- it was already chilly when you started. It's not true. Uh. That's not true at all. It is. No. I mean, you buy macaroni and cheese. You didn't make it homemade. If you open a tombstone and throw some extra pepperonis on there, you didn't make. But well, I would. I would. Oh, back, I thought you were going. I would fucking, fully I like, back your play. All he did was open a can of Hormel chili and then eat it and say, "I made chili." But that's like one of like fifteen. That's ingredients not even done though. So yeah, the rest prepped. Yeah, I prepped that shit. He's still on pickle hurt. He's just looking for companion. Misery I'm loves just, company. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, you're knocking it before you try it. I'll try it. Yeah, good cantaloupe if you can find it too. Call me I know. Up. No, I think you. I think yeah. you've only had bad cantaloupe. Honestly, the meat in chili cans is weird too. It is, but you don't really taste yeah. it with the other meat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You add in your own meat. <laughs> yeah. I've been eating it like that for years. I know. I've had real chili too. You barely twitch. And I've had chili at like chili competitions right. that my chili would beat. You and it's fucking it? some. I brung it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Can chili messed up his past tense. It's got to get brung. Yeah. When did I say brung? I said I've you had chili at a chili competition. No, it's just your past tense thing that you do. What? When you're camping. When, I brings when it. When you're running. When you're yeah. running while you're camping. No, I rans it. Past, past tense. Past tense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. English chili. I, run, I ran past tense. When I'm camping. You guys are butchering my joke. Don't you try to do my joke so he'll laugh? Is that what you did? You try to repeat my joke and see if Dave laughs? No, I didn't. I just said I run past ends when I camp. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Hmm. So our topic. I get no respect. Today. No respect. <laughs> no respect. Our You're topic from Ronnie Dangerfield. That's is uh, Suge Knight. Um, the uh, recently posted a, a new call for topics on uh, Patreon. And uh, this one, and I'm sure others have brought this up before. Suge Knight has been in the playbook before. Uh, this time around, it was specifically requested by Justin McQueen, one of our patrons. Um, but uh, we thought the the time was right to cover Suge Knight. Steve McQueen is grandfather. Yeah. Kind of cool. So one thing that I was curious of right away, since he's in jail and doesn't own anything anymore, Allegedly. I was curious how much he owns, and supposedly, according to all the websites, his uh, estimated net worth is two hundred thousand dollars right now. I saw in your notes where you broke down his personal belongings, and that shit was funny. That was like the beat up car with a good stereo system. <laughs> he has like two grand in furniture, a thousand dollars in clothes, well, and twenty five grand in jewelry though. That, yeah, because I'm yeah. hiding that. Yeah. He's got the watch. Like you right. walk around with the Rolex, is ten right. G's. Like the, the problem is, how much money does he have hidden? Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean, like it's exactly, no, dude. No, no, Suge Knight in their right mind would have like their valuables just no. left about. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I he started getting into. He's super intelligent, though. Obviously, he's very intelligent. Yeah. So he definitely probably did something like that. But at and even like time, at one point they were like when he was doing bankruptcy, like like all these articles like made a big deal out of the fact that like the court like forced him to like swear 
that he had no hidden assets and not mm-hmm. like, like the Nobody point was that. made to the point that like this motherfucker, like they knew, all, yeah, yeah, we they knew, knew. like, yeah. you know, like, Oh, this is kind of a joke. When you're there, you're a criminal. Like you're in court. You know what I mean? Yeah. To put someone that's already a criminal under oath, it's like, well, I know I fucking murdered all these people, but but now I'm under I'm, oath. I'm under oath. Oh fuck! That Bible thing that I don't believe in because I was murdering <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. I, yeah, I would never lie. Yeah, but I'm a man of my word. Yes. Yeah. You know. Kind of yeah. Silly. Yeah. But um, was there a joke in there? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I was, was making checking. sure. I so, want to know when to laugh. He um, and if you're not sure who he is, he was one of the founders of Death Row Records. Uh, he put the fucking gangster and gangster rap, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, he managed or produced Dr. Dre, Tupac, uh, Snoop, Snoop DJ Quick, Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. Like even like reading that like at the beginning of his shit, he was signing like fucking Hammer and Vanilla Ice when they were at like the top of their game. Yeah. He could um, be a billionaire if he wasn't so fucking thug. If he wasn't such a fucking yeah. thug, he would he be. He might be. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm a billionaire. Nah. I think nah, he, I mean, I think he fucked well, because even, time. even like throughout I, I, the, I think he has money somewhere. I think, I think so if too. he got out of prison, he'd fucking have like some shit. And he'd be like, how the fuck did he get that with only $200,000? You just follow him like the fucking salty baboon thing? Yeah. Just fucking so many people. It's like fucking Dre left because he was such a thug. Snoop left because he was such a thug. Like he was at too one, thug. At one point, yeah. he had like a big deal lined up to sell a bunch of shit to uh, Warner Brothers Music, which would have like been like a next level thing for Death Row. But they backed out because everybody was getting arrested and fucking people were getting yeah. shot. And because it was real, it was just, yeah, because it yeah. was real. You know, he was he was uh, he's definitely responsible for one death, which is what he's in jail for right now. And he's potentially, you know, the the Don who would have ordered the hits on potentially Tupac and Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Or Tupac. I could or see Biggie like Small. I could see the 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 Tupac thing, even though he was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that makes it where you won't get charged. You know what I mean? I, I was there. Yeah, I was I was like, driving the car. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't me. Right. You know, so right. I mean, I, I could see that happening. And there's a lot of theories out there. Like we'll we'll cover some of it when we get to the t- Tupac era of Suge Knight. But there's a lot of crazy theories about how much you know what he was involved in with those deaths, and they conflict each other. They get very complicated. But we'll we'll definitely go into some of that stuff as well. But yeah, he's a big uh, he's he's a, a no shit uh, did you, producer. Did you watch him run the people over in the parking lot? No, is there footage? Yeah, yeah we fucking, watched that. Yeah, yeah. security footage. Because yeah. what, what was he on that we were talking about? Who'd we do? Dr. Dre? All of them. Who, you know? It was somebody. He's, he's might been, have been, oh, no, Tupac. Tupac. It was, it was Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. yeah, and we watched him. We watched that video clip of him running those people I don't over. I remember watching lot. that. Yeah, but that's what he's in jail for right now is running those fuckers over. That was on the... Well, they were, and the they were set. trying to rob him or something, whatever it was. No, they were trying they to would, fucking do something. They, were, they had something to do with uh, the Straight Outta Compton movie. Yeah. And he was all fucking he bent on the shape. followed to the parking lot. And he, fought, like, he went to the oh, set and right, got in yeah. a fight with them and then followed him to the parking lot and ran him over. So I think he was. But it was something different. To, he didn't just run him over. Like They were like trying to get him, and then he fucking he ran him over. He claimed self-defense. He claimed yeah. self-defense. When you were looking at it, I was like, ah. Which is hard to claim when you're running a motherfucker over with your car. I mean, I would. Um, so he was born Marion Hugh Knight Jr. Uh, in Ooh. 1965 in Compton. Um, he just runs those motherfuckers straight over, dude. They were attacking him. Yeah, yeah just jump back. Keep talking because it, it popped off. Let me find it again for you. Um, <laughs> he, this was like, it took away from the name to me. So his name is Suge Knight. 
respect, good name. Mm-hmm. His last name is actually Knight. Yeah. And Suge is short for Sugar Bear, mm. which was the nickname that his dad gave him when he was a kid. Okay. Yeah. So less intimidating when you yeah. find out Suge is short for Sugar Bear. <laughs> Just kind of tones it down a level. Yeah. I'm I mean, thinking. I don't know. Can't choose your nicknames. No, you, you know, can't. You that. can't. And he owned it. Like he transformed. I mean, that's that. That's that one thing, though. It's like fucking, you know, tiny. Oh. You know, you're you're a tiny, right? And you're like fucking tiny, and this fucking that six true. foot eight yeah, guy, yeah, you know, yeah. it's fucking his name's tiny. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, um, nothing to prove. So he went to high school in Linwood. He was big in football and track. Um, uh, just like his dad, he uh, became like a really good football player. He got an athletic scholarship to play football for. Uh, the university of Nevada in Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, he also attended El Camino. That's D1. Community. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, you know, yeah. he went to El community or El Camino community college as well. Played football there. Um, in 1987, he, uh, heads up, in, press play. It's only like 20 seconds. You press play, he backs over someone and then he fucking ragdoll runs over that motherfucker on the way back. Oof. It doesn't look real. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it does not look real. <laughs> it looked like you That's made like a dead one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. That's just rough. Um, so he went uh, into the NFL draft, but he got undrafted in 87. And then he got to the LA Rams training camp. He was cut during camp, but I guess that was the same year as a player strike. Um, so they needed new players. So even though he wasn't drafted, they hired him. And I guess he only played for two games as a lineman for the Rams. So for half a second, he dipped his toe into professional football. Probably talked about the good old days all the time when he played for the Rams, I bet. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Out of that, he got into being a uh, bodyguard. And then sort of the height of his bodyguard days uh, were he was the bodyguard for Bobby Brown. And through doing that job he started to meet tons of people in the music industry that was his prerogative it was his prerogative um and uh that's what led him into uh getting involved in music like his connection a broad motherfucker i've seen him in la we we were yeah he was uh in a big ass red fucking coat and he was always the red and he had a bentley yeah and we were across the street and uh Fucking! I was like, damn! Look at that big motherfucker! I was like, oh, that's fucking Suge Knight! I was like, oh shit! Yeah, I was like, we were actually gonna go to that bar, and then I was like, nah, we're gonna go in there. We went down the street, fucking. (laughs) Yeah, no. Trying to find some of those imageries wearing like a red coat, and he is fucking like, god damn, is it fucking like four feet from shoulder to shoulder Mm. on this motherfucker? He's a he's he's fucking big. big. Well, he's a fucking lineman. He made it to the NFL. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, right. Fucking three hundred and twenty pounds or some shit. Yeah. So um, his first big uh, signing, he started a a music publishing company, sort of pre-death row. And uh, so apparently him and one of the guys that one of the guys that worked for him had done some of the songwriting on Ice Ice Baby. Um, Look how fucking broad that motherfucker is. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Look at that shit. He's a big big motherfucker. See if I can put this on the live. So one of the guys that worked with him or another client of his, Mario Johnson had written part of ice ice baby apparently, but got screwed out of the royalties. Just the part that says, turn off the lights and I'll glow. Yeah, yeah. that was it. That was his yeah. whole to the extreme rock. Mike, like, yeah, it was, part, it, yeah. they had it turn off the lights and soul glow. Yeah. yeah. But he, he changed like, it. Glow, yeah. yeah. 
Um, under pressure didn't get nothing, but fucking Suge Knight got it. Well, no, because it's not under pressure. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's not that big. He's 6'2", 265. That. Look how broad that motherfucker's shoulders are. I know, are, but his head must be small. Yeah. He's got the Beetlejuice going on? Yeah, unless he unless he's all shoulders. Like, <laughs> he's got the Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn, they need to make a sequel to Beetlejuice. Didn't they I don't say know, they man. They might that? fuck I it up, dude. I thought I heard they were If it was still that. Tim Burton and you got Michael Keaton back as Beetlejuice, like oh, I think yeah. it would be gold. Because he could hide the agent and the makeup Oh, shit. yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, Is everyone else still alive? That, the husband and wife and shit? Yeah. We're fucking kids. Uh, yeah. Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, yeah. Nona Ryder. Alec Baldwin's going to jail, though. Alec Baldwin's fat now. I heard he resumed he shooting already. Uh, i'll keep trying motherfuckers gina davis died didn't she (laughs) no uh she will sometime she will yeah probably at some point yeah Yeah, sometime yeah it's gonna be tragic yeah um so apparently the and the stories clash here this might be part of the myth of suge knight and it might be true um the story is that they went into uh vanilla ice's hotel room they went out on the balcony and that Suge Knight hung him off the 20 story balcony and said, if you don't sign the rights over, I'm going to drop you. And that they pulled him back in and he signed the rights because he thought Suge Knight was going to kill him. But then that's a movie shit. That is. If that did shit. happen. He himself, uh, uh, Vanilla Ice, a.k.a. Van Winkle. Robert, Robert Van Winkle. He said Bob. that they did have a meeting on the 20th floor on the balcony, but that Suge Knight threatened to hang him off the balcony if he wasn't going to sign, but that he didn't actually. Yeah, that kind of sounds more realistic. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, I'm going to hang you off of his balcony, you know. And either way, he was scared enough that he was going to get hung off the balcony. That he fucking signed the yeah, right. Yeah, he's side. probably the only white guy in fucking the room full of fucking gangsters. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's probably like yeah. A bunch he's got of his little eyebrows eyebrow. eyebrows shaved yeah. and fucking yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Um, yeah, broad shoulders coming at you. Mm-hmm. So shortly after that, with the Vanilla Ice, you know, ironically, the clout of having signed Vanilla Ice, he was able to sign uh, DJ Quick and the DOC. Um, I was going to say, I thought he signed the DOC. Yeah, he did. DOC was fucking badass, dude. Yeah. But then he got in a car wreck that fucked his throat up. Yeah, he died. No, he didn't die. No, he will. Oh, that's the dude on those documentaries we watched that was like, I was like, oh, why is his voice so crazy? That's right. Yeah. He was great, though. He was a really, really good rapper. He only did one album before he got all fucked up. Um my buddy had his rib, like he had like a cyst or something in his rib, and they did operate, like did an operation to get it out, and it fucking paralyzed his vocal cord. Oh fuck! And he came back and like could barely talk and had like right on a fucking chalkboard. And then when his voice came back, he legit sounded like like Mickey Mouse or something. Like, oh no! Like fucking was like embarrassed to talk. It's crazy, sucked. dude. Yeah, it was. That was weird. I, I wonder if he's okay now. Who? It's been a long time. It's my buddy Jesse. Probably not. Yeah, it was like squeaky, and then it sounded like his voice was lost. Yeah, maybe it normalized yeah. more. Got one thick ass vocal cord now. Yeah, banging around like a fucking bow and arrow in there. Boy, that's all he says. <laughs> says that. You want to go to dinner? Boy, <laughs> oh, that's a yes. Yeah. You have to count the oil oils in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's like Morse code. Um, so Dr. Dre uh, comes to him and says that he wants to leave uh, Ruthless Records, uh, which was run by Eazy E. 
and uh, Jerry Heller. And we covered uh, a lot of this in the mm. Jimmy Iovine episode or the Easy E episode. Um, because Easy sided with uh, Jerry Heller and they were screwing everybody out of their royalties allegedly. So Dre left. Um, Ice Cube had already left and then Dre left. And uh, they ended up forming uh, Death Row, Dr. Dre and uh, Suge Knight together. And they, in 1991. So they. Uh, Ice Cube, you think that name was not going to work? Like when you think about it at its base, you know what I mean? He's a badass motherfucker. 80s. Right? When you uh, think about it, like 80. Ice well, Cube. He was college educated. Yeah, he was. It just. He wasn't a streets guy. Yeah. That, that's how, I mean. For a long time, people thought the gangster rappers were gangster. The only right. one who was gangster was Easy E. Yeah, and well, the like, other guys was like, tea. "You think there's gonna be jokes about that shit?" You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is, but it's like they still get respect. It's just like, well, his name is Tony. Right. You know what I mean, he's fucking like cold Tony. You know, Ice but it tea. sounds True, like Ice yeah. or whatever his name. Like, I don't know. Like, his oh yeah, real I'll name, take an Ice like, tea. Yeah, like Ice Cube. With yeah. Ice Cube's his name is Cubold. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, Cubold Ronaldson. Yeah, that was Ice Cube's real name. So, I mean, it's natural. Cubold Ronaldson I'm O'Shea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, O'Shea. Sorry. Yeah. Much respect. I'm just saying. I could see where, like, Quibble. That, that was a, it was a risk. Yeah. yeah. So, within a year, they sign a deal with Interscope, um, which really gives them huge distributing power and, and helps them to blow up. And their first album, um, big album anyway, uh, was The Chronic with Dr. Dre, Triple Platinum. Um, huge seller. Uh, it also sets up uh, Snoop Dogg's career and gets him into into death row. And then Doggy Style went quadruple platinum the very next year. Mm. So death row is just fucking knocking it out. Yeah. Um, he gets in a little bit of a public feud with uh, Luther Campbell from uh, Two Live Crew mm. uh, in this era. But uh, nothing. There's a lot of feuds. There was a lot, a of, lot feuds of feuds going on. So he opens up. They weren't family feuds either. No. He opens up a club in Vegas called Club 662, which spells out mob on an old telephone keypad, mm. uh, which was the the member of Bloods, which was the particular gang mm. affiliation that he had. So it was the club mob. Um, and they were, he was like a legit fucking member of his yeah. set. Man. Yeah. Like, which uh, was weird because. Um, like Tupac and Snoop Dogg all wore blue. Right. They were from, you know what I mean? They were from Compton. Right. Or I don't know where it was Tupac from Compton. What was it? Yeah, he was, huh? I forget it was Tupac somewhere. Was no, from. Tupac was from, so, Tupac was from the East coast originally and came back. That's how he knew Christopher Wallace. Yeah. And then he came to the West coast like that. Yeah. That was a whole different thing, but yeah, like, like it was weird and it still is kind of weird to this day that like the Bloods and the Crips, the guys who rep, mm-hmm. yeah, Tupac like, and Harlem, work together. Like they they worked like the game is a blood, right? And they'll work with Snoop Dogg or fucking somebody who who it's reps Blue, yeah. who's a Crip, you know, right? right. <clears throat> so it's kind of a weird thing that they have going on in music. It really is. They just talked over walkie talkie from three blocks away. You can see Maybe. each other's direct line of sight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's no, kind of that weird. is a trip. That but you saw that back in the day too, though. Right. It was like a blending of gangs, which normally wouldn't happen. But because it was music, like 
they fucking like worked it out somehow. But it even gets into one of the theories of why Tupac was killed does get into a crip blood feud. True. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. over a stolen chain and all this shit. So it's like that yeah, still was a yeah, factor. Yeah. So if, yeah. So I mean, and if, if he was kind of, cause he always wore a blue bandana. Right. You know, and, and so if he's wearing blue, Suge Knight is is fucking a blood. Right. And they're rolling around together. They're fucking business partners, you know, essentially. Yeah, I know? was surprised to find that Suge Knight was rolling with the with the bloods. I didn't know. Yeah. Because I always assumed that that whole crew. Yeah, a little blood drop, too. You seen his son? Mm-mm. His son threatened to take uh, Eminem down. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was this recently or? Uh, 2019, when Nick Cannon and Eminem were, were fighting. Uh, Suja's son wanted to end his career. What's little Shig's name? Uh, Jacob. Hmm. He also gave props to Snoop Dogg for buying Death Row. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he was. was he was good with that. I thought he was, was good with be that. Hating on it. I think they were probably on good terms or whatever. Yeah. Like he's probably like happy somebody, not some fucking white man in a suit. Yeah, guy, and that was pretty know? much like was, what he said was, "I'm glad that like Death Row is now owned." by yeah. you know a true person Legit. from the west side right. no, somebody who you found know, not it. just I mean, a music found company yeah. you know that yeah. a conglomerate that yeah. buys labels like you know yeah. um i mean snoop dog like snoop dog's pretty well respected yeah for you sure. know like as far as like hip-hop artists rappers go that are that are still like affiliated i guess like right i don't i don't feel like he was ever like really like super gangbanger but he was affiliated i mean he came from yeah. the streets yeah. like so as far as that goes, I feel like, you know, like the respect is there on either side. For sure. You know? So apparently he was like actually personal friends with MC Hammer. Like, oh, yeah, he's too like, legit to quit. I never picture Hammer hey, hey. hanging out with the fucking, I had what, with the NWA crew. He was preaching But to apparently him. he yeah. was like super, super good friends with Tupac. There's just a shitload of like at any public event where you see like Tupac and Biggie together, Hammer's right there. Yeah. He was even at the Tyson fight, yeah, he right before now? Tupac died. I don't know. Last Taxes. I saw, he was a he was a mega Minister church TV shit, yeah. pastor. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was pastoring. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Let me look him up. I don't know what he's doing. Right MC now. Hammer. He just goes by Hammer now, though. Yeah. Um. So, Suge Knight fuels the East Coast West Coast war. Um, the, he talked shit about, uh, Puffy, oh, um, at the source awards <laughs> in 1995. That's too legit to quit. Yeah. Dude. Fucking dick. Fucking yeah. Dick swinging. Look at that shit. You can kind of see the outline of it in that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> got, the, got the baby hammerhead. Yeah, those pants are ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I, I used to wear them. About I mean, back in the day, dude, when, when fucking hammer was big, fucking everybody was wearing Oh yeah, pants. dude, for sure. Everybody wanted to be a flying squirrel. Yeah, pretty much. Just from the bottom, though. Yeah. Um. So at this at this point, the war, the East Coast West Coast War, is starting to heat up. Um, Suge Knight is fueling it, but so are all the rappers on the label. And it even wasn't just his label. I mean, Jesus Christ, Ice Cube was in the West Side Connection, just hollering yeah. West Side, like you know. I mean, talking yeah. shit on the East Coast, and he was a different label. So. I think it was like it was truly like more than just the death row stable that was involved. Well, in the, this the east and the west coast, like hip. I don't. I don't know if like if you're not into hip hop, you you probably and especially at this time, like I was growing up, like I was in middle school or or I guess 
elementary, like late elementary into high school when this shit was going on. Right. And uh, like fucking East Coast, West Coast was like fucking like that shit was fire. It was like, hard. It, going, it was dude. it was like real. And the thing is, like I like the to my detriment as a listener of music because I was at Cal State at the time and we hung out with like a ton of people that we had recruited from Compton, from Watts. And we would, we worked in the same offices together. You know, I would pick them up when we were driving to campus and it's like, you're not fucking listening to Puffy. Oh, you're wow. not fucking putting fucking Biggie on like mm. you're putting on I fucking there Dre being, like and, true and, concern from like parents about like wearing red or blue. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't think we were ever at any real risk. No, but it was like, we were at, about, we were at risk. When we went down to recruit. Oh yeah. Like my, well, home, yeah, my homeboy Libby would like, you would just like, I'd pick him up like a couple of times I picked him up. He was like, dude, you can't wear that shirt. Yeah. And we would like go back to my house and I'd change my shirt. And it was just like, all right, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. I can't wear that. Like, yeah, you know, we're going to be in the middle. I mean, there was a thing like lots. you can, like when I was in high school, you couldn't wear a white socks hat, you know, cause it was like, and then cause like, and then like when I went to Ventura, uh, you if you wear a White Sox hat there, that's South Oxnard. Like that's I mean, I like thought about it recently. Like dude. There, there's gangs that, that some yeah, shit. it means shit, yeah. and you're just like walking around fucking and well, during, you don't know. During COVID, like you know? when I was going to LA, I was like, oh, yeah. I, like I used to wear like my I was Mister No Mask, mask yeah. blue bandana, red bandana, right. and I was like, maybe I shouldn't wear. Those. But I mean, the Black other bandanas. I mean, the other factor was yeah. yeah. If I was just going to LA at the time, it wouldn't even dawn on me, and I wouldn't give a shit because no one would have looked at my fucking weirdly dressed fucking red dreadlock ass right and assumed i was part of a set you know yeah when i'm wearing a fucking red shirt right yeah. but when well, i was like you weirdly dressed you had like those fucking sinbad pants with like multicolors and shit no just like a the lot green of, and yellow a lot and of fucking, military shit oh yeah just mm. like a lot of army pants, surplus like army shit. surplus shit so I didn't look like that shit was comfortable. I had a pair of army surplus fuck, shorts, so yeah. comfortable, like, and they were fucking like the best yeah. shorts ever. Yeah, they just were fucking cargo shorts. Though. And there was like, like a sweet era in like the late eighties through like mid nineties where all that you would just go and buy that shit for like a dollar. Yeah, you know, do before you, it got. Supplies you know, are just do you have and it, probably you too, Dave? Like, do you see like guys that are like equivalent in age and be like, damn, I don't want to or. A little bit older, like I do this frequently, like to older, like maybe like a few years older than me. I'm like, I don't want to fucking be that guy. Like I don't like, want to fucking look like you're that. Still dressing too young. That or like, like not even that they're dressing too young. They just look awkward the way they're dressing, or they're dressing really old. You know, like it's some weird fucking thing. There's like, a I don't dude want to that, be that. There's guy. a dude. <laughs> there's a guy that goes. I'll just say around here. So a guy that walks around. <laughs> He's got a bit of a belly. And yeah. he fucking pulls his pants up to his belly button and tucks his fucking shirt in. Mm. And it's the strangest thing. You're like, you know that that looks fucking crazy, right? I don't know that right. they do, though. And then he has know. fucking, and he did it the other day, and he had shorts that were above his knee, still mm. tucked his fucking shirt in, and has that belly thing going on. He looks like Humpty Dumpty. He looked like he <laughs> fell off the wall and walked across the crosswalk, <laughs> yeah. bro. I was like, damn, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to be that yeah. guy. Like, no, you don't. Fuck, man. You like, don't want to be that guy. I don't know. Yeah. You gotta let the belly go over the pants, man. If you got the belly, let yeah, it go over the, go the pants. pants. Yeah, you gotta yeah, put you your got pants to. on the yeah, 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 like, yeah, like the man hips. Yeah, exactly. Like you legit lower. look like fucking Humpty yeah. Dumpty. You look like an yeah, egg. Yeah, if you yeah, pull yeah. your pants yeah, up, tuck your shirt, yeah, you look like yeah. an egg. It is yeah. weird. I don't know. So Suge Knight, uh, Tupac goes to jail um, for sexual assault charges, and Suge Knight, which um, were false. Yes, Suge Knight offers to pay his one point four million dollar bail. 
if he signs with death row mm. and uh tupac's like yeah let's do it <laughs> Um, and then they started dropping multi-platinum albums, uh, with Tupac on death row. Um, Dre leaves at about this time because Suge Knight's too violent and everything is too out of fucking control. And he starts, uh, aftermath his own production company, which good move. Yes. I very, mean, very yeah. good move. Um, is that still a thing? I never, you never hear aftermath aftermath. Yeah. 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 That's still that. his label. Yeah. Um, so then this, I had, I didn't know anything about this and I had to it fucking like sort a of topic, side. To be honest. It is yeah. like, it's fully a topic, yeah. I think. So there was a, and there was a lot on it. Like the stuff, once I started looking into this, I was like, Oh, we might want to do an episode on this at some point. So there was a thing called the Rampart scandal and, um, Rampart. That's also the one word that no one ever gets right in the national Rampart. Anthem. You, if you listen to everyone sing the national and the anthem, Ramparts red glare, no. that one. No. Bunch of bombs in the air. Yeah. Yes. So Kendrick Lamar, Scott Storch, Eminem, D12, 50 Cent, Anderson Pack, The Game, uh, DJ Khalil, Busta Rhymes, they're all on uh, Aftermath. Aftermath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just hadn't heard that. Yeah. Um, Which is under Universal, I think, and fuck them. I thought it was still under Interscope. Is it under Interscope? Yeah. So I think it's him and Jimmy Iovine still. Maybe. Oh, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah. Fuck Universal. So the Rampart scandal is they had a thing in LAPD called the Community <laughs> Resources Against Street Hoodlums, mm. which they were really forcing it because they wanted it to spell crash. Yeah, it's through Interscope. That's that's weird. Right. They wanted it to spell crash, so that's just what it well, was. Well, I think they got community resources and then they were like, Oh, if we did it right, we could make it say crash. And they were and I think they cash. Had to it like just against street hoodlums. <laughs> yeah, that's not very professional. Yeah, um, it should be like street violence. Well, that would be work. that'd be for white people. Well, they could have said like against street like monsters, gangs. and street, they could have said street cram. crime or yeah, cram cram. Wait, no pants. Cram. So. uh but it was a uh, Dave's still watching that goat video. Every time it pops up, I fucking laugh my ass off. So there's an anti-gang unit of LAPD um, in the the Rampart Division, and uh, seventy officers were assigned or associated with the Rampart Crash Unit. That were um, basically, but seventy of them were busted for misconduct unprovoked shootings, unprovoked beatings, planting of false evidence, stealing and dealing narcotics, bank robbery, perjury, and covering up evidence of their own activities. So there's this huge fucking LAPD scandal um, called Rampart. And the task force that looks into it discovered that Suge Knight hired multiple officers of these corrupt Rampart officers uh, to do security for him, mm-hmm. to watch his back. He would pay him in it's cash. Like movie shit, man. For sure, yeah. dude. He'd pay him in cash under the table, or he'd pay him in cocaine and well, let the them thing stash is the mo- their coke. The movies got their shit from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that, That you know, right. the mob stuff really happened. Like if you're Sometimes doing gang shit. Like gang shit, I think, gets their shit from movies too, though. They're like, that'd be badass. Yeah, I should do I'm that. Gonna Probably, buy, yeah. I'm going to buy a Yeah, because you say, but, I want to be Tony Montana. You know right, what I mean? I want right. to be... I want to be, um, what's his name? I don't know that it's always as Robert gl- De Niro. As glamorous as the movies you know? make it. You know what I mean? And I feel like people yeah. do it. They're like, 
fucking have a briefcase full of money and some handcuffs. Well, I mean, people I mean, do that. The like, they want to mimic. Did. Yeah, they like want to. They mimic. wanted to be American yeah, mobsters. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they want to mimic what they what they've seen. You know, right. So yeah, so he's like straight up paying uh, cops in cash and cocaine to do security and to the just problem look with the it is way. is that it works. Fuck yeah, it worked. Like it worked in the movie. Yep. Fucking worked in real life. You tried it on one cop, it's like cool. All right. And it starts to get into it starts to fuck up the investigation of who killed Tupac. Yeah. Because now you're like, okay, so Which is great some if of he's the, involved. Did some of the evidence that got lost or some of the weirdness that happened was that from cops that were on Suge Knight's payroll that were covering shit up. More than likely. Like it just instantly you have to fucking ask yeah. it like But like, that's perfect though i mean Fuck yeah like especially if you are involved or you're not and they think you're involved it's fucking they can't nothing can be pinned on you right so yeah rampart might be worthy of looking into mm-hmm. it's a it was quite a quite an affair um so in 95 uh he gets arrested and pleads no contest uh, with five years probation for assaulting two rappers at a recording studio um and this is just the beginning of his because eventually it starts to get fucking ridiculous the amount of crimes yeah man he just couldn't take the fucking he's involved and it's like no you couldn't and it's like i was surprised like at one point i was like how was he still alive yeah how did someone not just fucking murder his ass when he gets shot that shit is some he got shot six times like walks to the ambulance (laughs) and gets surgery and gets better in a couple days shoulders like that was like fucking uh butcher the fucking uh was the or boris the butcher in fucking yeah is it snatch snatch or two lockstock and snatch snatch, where he fucking gets all fucked up he just won't die they they fucking run him over run him over (laughs) he's mumbling to himself he's pissed off yeah that's pretty much fucking suge knight so so this comes to to tupac and biggie and this is i'm gonna do my best these fucking notes get all over the place because the sources were all over the place on on the theories of who did it and all that stuff but the so the facts of the death and we talk about this in a lot of depth in the actual tupac episode that we did um uh, a minute ago so on september 7th 1996 i can't fucking believe tupac died in fucking 1996 yeah that was, kind of, that was the year i graduated dude that was, I was, like, that was so I was long ago, long ago. like i did not remember it being that long i don't ago. remember happening like my fucking senior yeah, year that's dude. weird yeah yeah, because so, that's when he released Machiavelli. Right. That's what, and Machiavelli was the fucking, the guy who faked his own death. Right. And so that's what they, yeah, so everybody strange. thought. Right. Tupac, yeah, Tupac, yeah, that's where Tupac And then died. meanwhile, after he died, like every year, another al- another Tupac album kept getting yeah. dropped. And it's like, is he really dead? Because he keeps making music. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? Is daddy right really now? dead, mommy? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, Tupac's so, greatest hits come out. So he and Suge and Hammer and a whole crew of uh, of uh, mob bloods uh, go see the Tyson fight, um, which it, it only lasted 109 seconds. Yeah, I'm man. like, if you knew it was only going to last 109 seconds, would, you, Tupac, would you have gone to the fight? And if you yes. didn't go to the fight, you wouldn't have got shot. Like, they still go. Yeah, he'd still go. Um, it's so, the place to be. You know in, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, so in the lobby of the MGM Grand, where the fight was, because yeah, everybody used to fucking pay for the pay per view. Everyone would go pay a hundred bucks to watch the fucking Tyson yeah. fight, and you knew it's like this thing's probably going to last fucking thirty eight seconds. Sometimes you know? it was thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like watching just those fucking highlights, dude. Of Mike Tyson yeah. knockouts. He's fucking so crazy. Did you see him? Monster, Did you dude. see him with Jake Paul? 
Jake Paul was interviewing him. I know they were Jake talking. Sh- uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's he's been he went on those fights, but I forgot he was on his podcast. Yeah, and he's like fucking. He's fucking going. He's talking shit to Jake Paul, and Jake Paul's like fucking. Like well, now they're talking funny. about. Now they were talking about fighting. Yeah, I know. And they were. Uh, Mike Tyson was like, he's like fucking saying like, I'll oh, fucking sure murder you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And fucking Jake Paul's oh, face is just all like fucking like oh fuck. Did like, you see? Well, even Rogan said uh, the reason they changed his desk is because when uh, fucking Mike Tyson was on, he just started thinking about shit because Mike Tyson was getting kind of fucking like crazy and unpredictable and they said he was just too close to the de- the, the guests. Like, because after Mike Tyson yeah. interview, they made the death. Mike Tyson's bigger. fucking... <laughs> he is. Mike yeah. Tyson, I, I, I said that video of Mike Tyson talking about they ask him and he's like fucking... And he's talking about like... See that motherfucker over there? Like, he I just snap. my brain's just fucking telling me, like, why do like stop fucking? Like, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. I don't want to hurt him. And he's just like fucking. He's fucking crazy. He is, dude. Did you see he's his fucking new crazy? Thing? Uh, he has that weed company. I can't remember what his weed company is called, but right. uh, they're making a uh, new edible gummies in their ears. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Their ears, ears with a bite taken out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's good, fucking dude. genius. It's so good. Uh, he's funny too. Yeah, he man. is funny. Fuck. And he likes pigeons. He does like pigeons. So in the lobby after the fight, um, an L.A. Crip named Orlando Anderson was in the lobby. And then one of the one of the Suge Knight's crew. So it's a Crip versus a blood scenario. One of Suge Knight's crew is like that guy stole my death row. Uh, he had like a chain with a death row symbol on it. And apparently this guy who was in the lobby is the one who stole it at a footlocker. So uh, Suge Knight and Tupac and the whole crew attacked this guy. There's footage of you it. feel like those kind of guys don't actually have to go to footlocker, like to go get their shoes. Right? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they're like in the mall at a footlocker and someone fucking. Well, nav- this is just one of the homeboys. This wasn't. Oh, okay. This wasn't Suge Knight. It was, oh, one okay. the, it was one of the mob crew. It wasn't the. the uh, yeah, I did, Suge, then again, he might have still going he just sends him for the sheriff footlocker just yeah. sends it to you right no you send he probably sent this guy to go to footlocker to get him shoes and that's when yeah. his fucking chain got they just pull shoes for him like bob pulls comics for yeah, you exactly. like, just ready yeah. to go size fucking 27 yeah, or you gotta the you gotta you have a, a comic plug right um shout out mega city too so tupac's girlfriend uh he, he goes up to he goes back up to his room after the fight and he tells his girlfriend uh, something's going on. Stay here in the room. Like, don't leave the room tonight. Something bad's going down. Um, and apparently she pressed him on it and he didn't give her any information other than the fact that she needed to just stay in the room, which you can imagine you're going to Vegas with your boyfriend, Tupac, and you just went to the Mike Tyson fight. You're stepping out, right? Like you're not staying in the fucking room. And when Tupac tells you to stay in the room because some shit's going down, you stay in the fucking room because right. some shit's going down. I remember one time Brian Ross used to be the uh, the DJ or the the VJ or whatever. He did like karaoke and crazy shit at the poorhouse, which is over off like Norris or something right there. Mm. And uh, during my brother's... No, it's uh, Fruitvale. Fruitvale, yeah. Um, <clears throat> my brother's uh, crazy days when he used to drink and shit. Oh, when um, he thought he was Indian? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> but then when, when his excuse the for being crazy, yeah, yeah. right, um, was Indian. But he, uh, Brian, <laughs> was so in the bathroom funny. taking a piss, and my brother came in and was like, took a piss or something. And he was like, "Hey, man, you should stay in here." 
and oh, yeah. like looked at Brian and my brother, dude, fuck, it was wild. Like he had the craziest look in his fucking eye, dude. Like when that shit kind of shit went yeah, down. Like the firewater. It, like, it was scary, dude. Honestly, it was scary. And he told Brian Ross, you should stay in here. Brian Ross is like fucking, he's tall ass. Yeah, he's, he's skinny. Like he ain't a fighter. He's thickened up now, dude. I'll show Has you he? some pictures. Yeah, he has some fucking weights. Yeah, he, what do you yeah. do? He looks big. Like his milkshakes. Became a dad, like fucking. Oh, he got fat. He, he looked no, it's not fat. He looks like a big ass man. Yeah, yeah. I'll find, no, no, I'll find pictures. A picture. I didn't see him in real life. Um, but anyways, he told my he told Brian you should just stay in here. And Brian's like, all right. And so my fucking brother walks back out of the bathroom, and Brian does the fucking movie shit where he just like peeks through the door, the door, yeah. right? And I guess my brother just walks out, walks past the table with like a glass pitcher, and just picks it up and just like. Boom over someone's fucking head, and it was like barroom fucking fight, like a movie. He said it was fucking crazy, dude. Huh. Shit just started breaking. I bet you Brian's story. Fucking Brian, Brian, tell a story fucking good too. Man, yeah, no, Brian's quite a storyteller. Yeah, but, yeah. but my brother's been a bunch of those fucking things like that. But it was the whole thing. He's like, you should just stay, stay in here. here. Just stay <laughs> and here. walked back out, and yeah. he was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, he even knew Brian couldn't yeah. fight. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. find a picture of Brian. So at this yeah. point, Tupac says that uh, she stays in the room. They head over to uh, Suge's Club 662, and uh, they get pulled over on the way there. And this is a this is quite a detail. Like no one really lingered on this detail. Well, the cops pulled him over, right but they before pulled him over um, on the way to the club. The license because he didn't have a license plate right. on his car. And then he tells the cop, and there's all official f- record of this from the cop pulling him over one, and writing but it, took it down. It off, it's in the trunk. It's in the trunk. Why would you do that? Exactly. Because you're about to fucking murder Tupac. Yeah, but like, if he was about to murder Tupac, then what was he going to do? Drive away? He's obviously in the car with Tupac when Tupac's going to get murdered. If he knew he was going to get murdered, why, well, but would, why would taking license plate help? Because no one could identify the fucking license plate number. They like could he had planned on he was going to drive away? Maybe. It's yeah, just it's just an though. extra yeah, layer of weird. anonymity. Unless it's like, potentially man, messing be, up my ride. Like, it doesn't look good. It's the license plate. Mm, you just want to just like be bigger than fucking the cops. I don't think so, dude. He owned the cops. No, just, I think it's a. I think it's a. How long has the license plate been off? That's the question. Dude. That is just a take that shit off. I don't off? know. It's just a weird fucking. Detail. It is a strange fact. Why the fuck did you take your license plate off? Um. So the. Then they keep driving. I don't think they made it to the club. I'm not sure. Um, but there's a car full of bodyguards behind him, and in the front car is just Suge Knight. That's and the Tupac. one. That is the picture. That's only one picture. If you look at if you look at newer pictures, he's still skinny. <laughs> Show Dave though. He fucking looks like a. Beast he he of was a puffing man. his arms out. He looks like a beast of a man in that picture though. You have to give it to him. He, he looks, looks like, like he's arms. looking out. Look at these arms. Oh, that little skinny old fucking. Show shit. Dave the other picture though. <sighs> that could have been the bad angle. He's got the, you're saying he's got the dick pic of, of arm shots? He looked like big dude. That doesn't look oh, like yeah, he does. Yeah. No, he does look like he bulked up there, but I yeah. already saw the skinnier ones above that. Creep <laughs> Brian's whole fucking Instagram. Dead. <laughs> so I think you look good, Brian. They roll you got up. It. Charlie Coleslaw on yes. Instagram. You, they you roll me. up on a car with some ladies in it, <laughs> and Tupac rolls his window down. And oh, they didn't get to the club yet because he starts hauling at the ladies and saying, "Hey, we're going yeah. to six six two. You should meet us there." Um, which again kind of makes me think is that why he told his girlfriend to stay in the room true like you just stay here so, so just, maybe I'm that's less girl. Yeah, exactly um yeah it could be anything exactly really. yeah there's a, there so many ways to interpret the the evidence um but then while they're hollering at the girls apparently tupac wasn't paying any attention because he's looking at the ladies yeah. and then a white cadillac with Suckers Calif- looking so hard he straight hit the curb exactly he was on to with bigger, Cal- a white car with california plates mm-hmm. hence take your fucking plates off yeah um <laughs> a white Cadillac pulls up. Is that real? Yeah. That's fucking a or, trip. I don't know. I just get fucking internet fucking black hole. 
Oh, wow. Cyclone. It's like a sideways motherfucker. So the caddy pulls up with California plates. Uh, They roll the window down and uh, 13 shots are fired at the car with Tupac and Suge in it. I'm not bold as Suge's doing that to be like, shoot him. Don't shoot me. That's very bold. Don't shoot me. But maybe the motherfucker knows he gets shot six times and survive. He knows he's bulletproof. No, man. That's the one thing that makes me think. To trust he some didn't, thugs to do he that? Didn't yeah. know. And the other thing is, even how it worked, like when you see like the visuals of it, I mean, it was them in the car and two, you know, and then the the, the Cadillac pulls up next to him and it's just Tupac and Suge in the front seat. Right. So yeah, Tupac is the first target. But you're if you're shooting at Tupac, you're shooting at sure. Yeah, go through right through same Tupac. Time. Yeah, like the angle, like yeah. So I guess Tupac crawled, like started to try to crawl in the back seat so we could get down. Yeah, um, and got shot while he was doing it. Suge Knight usually did gets get down hit. on the dance floor. Yeah, he got hit with fragments, including right. he got like a fragment to the head, so his head was bleeding, and uh, so and then the Cadillac uh, takes off. Uh, Vegas cops run up to the scene. So I'm saying, if you're pulling off plates strategically, you'd have pulled off the plates off yeah. the fucking that car. Which we talked That's about this the car. in Tupac. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, the car yeah. you pull the plates off of. I don't know. All that was a weird thing, though. Yeah. Maybe just pulling plates off. I'll, let's see if there's some little side note about him taking those plates off. Maybe. So uh, the cops get there on the scene, um, and they're trying to get... Uh, um, there's a term for it. They're trying... Like, if, if someone on their deathbed says who did it, then the cops now have like full leeway to arrest this person and consider it to be evidence. Right. So they're trying to get Tupac to say who shot him, you know, and he's like drifting in and out of consciousness and won't say anything. And then the cop that was trying to get him to say it, like asked him another time and was like, you know, who, who shot you? Tell me so we can start the investigation. And he suddenly, like the cop said, he suddenly became lucid, looked me straight in the eyes and said, fuck you. That's and gangster. didn't say anything yeah. else. Like, like they were literally his last words. Yeah. We're tell we're saying fuck you to a cop. Nice. Like Funny. in his own murder investigation. He's like, this is an opportunity. <laughs> this is a marketing opportunity. I got Machiavelli coming out. So much shit went yeah. through his head. Yeah. You know how yeah. many albums he put out after this? Yeah. Tons, dude. <clears throat> yeah. But it's yeah, I the, mean, it's just principle. I mean, it could just be fucking bitches get stitches. It could have been he was protecting someone. He knew who was in the car. Maybe he knew Suge Knight might have been. I don't know. There's such, that's such a hardcore did, response. I don't remember. Did did Tupac have Tupac didn't have kids? Huh? No. Yeah, I, I don't think say, so. Yeah, I don't think so either. He might um, have. I guess. It says on here, Suge Knight um, knows exactly who killed Tupac yeah. and why. Yeah, he did. Fuck yeah, he knows him. He, he fucking did. saw him. Like yeah. he saw who. Yeah, the they trigger shot. Man yeah, was. they yeah. saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I wonder, I wonder why there's no retaliation. To remove though, the like, Tupac bullet from his body, like the <sighs> fucking bullet that stuck in his body, the fragment, he, he left it in. Huh. So there was a an eyewitness named Yaki Gaddafi, yeah. and he told the cops that he saw exactly what happened and that he was willing to talk about it. Yeah, like the on gunshot. The yeah, he said the gunshots made him spill his Gaddafi. <sighs> <sighs> I'm gonna quietly let you. <laughs> <laughs> so he told the cops like i'm willing to testify yeah. i saw who did it and then the cops never followed up with him yeah they have no leads one guy is on the record saying i'm an eyewitness i saw it i'll tell you who yeah. did it and then mysteriously the cops never fucking pursue it mm. or look into it and then three months later he's found shot dead in his stairwell so 
that's a coincidence. So, um, so the big, the big theory out there is that, um, some variety of he, either Biggie or I mean, Biggie might've been shot and killed as a retaliation orchestrated by Suge Knight for the fact that they killed Tupac and shot him because yeah. supposedly Puffy had put out a million dollar hit on Tupac mm-hmm. right before this. Damn. Um, so one theory is that he was responsible for Biggie's death, but not for, yeah, but not that he did it. But that he ordered. We haven't it. done. We haven't done Puff Daddy either. That'd we be good. He's, yeah. He was gangster. And he's I kind of the Suge, the Suge Knight, yeah, of, of the, the East Coast. The East Coast. Yeah. And one of the two, either Biggie or or Puffy, apparently bought a gun for someone who was involved in one of these killings. I can't remember what the connection was. Hmm. But um, and then the other theory, of course, is that it had to Suge be the Biggie Knight, one because no one's got the Tupac guns. Those dudes just took off, right? Yeah, I think it was Puff Daddy bought the gun that killed. Biggie oh, really? was, was the was the thing because that was a that was a thing going around for a long time that Puff Daddy actually killed Biggie Biggie for whatever reason even though they were supposedly fucking tight no and that again it's why it gets really it's hard to follow all these theories because one of the theories would be that he had Biggie killed to broker peace hmm. like so, like yeah, Tupac think, got uh, killed if Biggie gets killed we're even. And you're not coming after me because I gave you Biggie. You know, like if he knew Suge Knight was going to come and kill him because they needed revenge, but then he took out Biggie, then they're not coming for him for revenge because everybody's going to assume Suge Knight killed Biggie. Which doesn't make sense, but it doesn't really have to at that point. Police found the gun that killed Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. There's an Esquire article about it. Okay. Um, Two decades later. So, and there was a a detective named... um, Russell Poole from the LAPD, and he thinks that uh, Suge had Tupac killed because Tupac was going to leave the label and then had Biggie killed to divert the attention from Tupac. Yeah. Um, And then even if that was what's happening, so my thought is if if he had paid the guy who fucking snatched the chain. Like there's another, you know, LA gang member in the MGM grand with them. So if Suge Knight had paid this guy to kill Tupac yeah, and the plan was to kill him at the club to, to do whatever, but then they happened to run into him and got in a fight and he got his ass whooped in the middle of the MGM grand. Then he might've been like, fuck both of them. You know, so it's like it. Could yeah, there's have been, no telling what. Like, actually, it, it, yeah, it could know. have been that that Suge hired this guy to kill Tupac. Yeah, but since they all whooped his ass, he was like, "I'll kill both of you, motherfucker." And it and it doesn't have to make sense to us either because we don't know the underlying. There's a lot of right. underlying things that are going on, right? And wow. and especially in gang, and you know, listen to this shit. A 40 caliber Glock was found by a citizen in a backyard in 1998, which was reported to the police. Compton PT, uh, PD records show it was booked as found property on May 30th, 1998. In 2000, L.A. County Sheriff's Department took over law enforcement of Compton and 3,800 confiscated firearms, including that Glock, were transferred to the LASD. Um, fast forward to 2006 and Deputy T. Brennan, who had been working the notorious B.I.G. murder, was sifting through records. According to the doc, he recognized the address where the gun was found as a home of the girlfriend of a prominent Crip member, 
known to have beef with Pac. Like he just was familiar with the yeah. area and situation. Right. Was like, well, oh, there, was a, there was Spicy a... Spicy Brown's house. Like, yeah. He fucking knew. There was a thing where it was... Um, it was a, a married couple that had killed Tupac. Yeah, set up here. It was the security officer yeah, and, yeah. and like uh, Suge's ex-wife or something. Yeah. Suge's ex-wife yeah. and a security officer. The hit was actually intended to be for, for uh, Suge. Yeah. And they killed Tupac while trying to kill Suge because that's what they were, who they yeah. were trying to kill. It, it right. deflected but, off his shoulders. Yeah. So when he recognized the address and grabbed it, went to the evidence and took that Glock and had ballistics testing and bam, uh, the results matched uh, for the Tupac kill. So it was that is the Glock that killed Tupac found in the backyard of some fucking crazy bitch whose Crip member had beef with Tupac. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily say that that guy did it, but that right. gun was found in that backyard. Two why would that later. gun just be in the backyard? Who knows? It could have been sold. It could have been dumped, buried. Who knows? Planted. Planted for yeah, sure. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it is the That's gun. That's the problem. 3,800 yeah. guns. Yeah. He recognized the address and fucking got it. And that That's could have been crazy. a lot of ballistics yeah. testing. He nailed it. And then another theory in here is that a cop named Rafael Perez, who was part of the Rampart uh, scheme, um, killed Biggie. A lot of people think that this guy particularly killed Biggie <laughs> and he was already on on uh, the payroll. Yeah. Um, but Snoop comes out shortly after the death uh, and says that Suge Knight uh, was responsible for Tupac's death. And uh, it's what ends up getting Snoop to leave the label. Um, and, uh, Suge Knight, like he talks shit about, uh, Suge Knight in the song pimp slapped and, uh, Suge Knight came Which back. is why it was a surprise that Suge Knight was glad that Snoop Dogg got the label. Yeah. His son. That's yeah. yeah. Um, the, but then, uh, Suge Knight responded by saying that Snoop was a police informer who never goes to jail. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> So, um, so then Suge starts to fucking get a little bit wild. So in 96, he's sent to jail, uh, pending a hearing on a probation violation because they're trying to arrest him in some way for the, for the, uh, Tupac situation. And what they can pin on him is that, uh, he violated parole by being in the fight with that gang member in the lobby. Yeah. So that was a parole violation. I'm assuming he's out of the state or whatever. Probably. Well, I'm guessing he probably had permission to be out of state since he owned a club in Vegas. That was probably a power move for a loophole. Hmm. Like you can't go out of state. It's like, I own a business, a business in Vegas. It's like, okay, you can go to Vegas. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, um, got arrested for that and he got sentenced to nine years, dude, um, for the probation violation, but that he was harsh. released early. Yeah. He ended up doing four. Jesus. Uh, that yeah. seems fucking harsh. Fuck yeah, it is dude. That's fuck. He did more time than a, than a fucking rapist. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I thought that was a really harsh yeah. sentence, you know? Um, but then I also wonder if members of the law enforcement community were like, fuck this guy. He's paying all these fucking corrupt rampart cops. Like we need to get him off the street. We need to throw the fucking book at him, you know, to get him out of here. Yeah. So I wonder if they really just Maybe. fucking hit him with everything. They could threw the book with. at him. Yeah, literally. yeah for yeah. sure. The biggie one, is, they found evidence. FBI finally released files about some type of crazy nine millimeter gecko rounds that were only sold in like two locations, like one in New York and one in LA. And they like were able to somehow like forensically trace after this guy committed a bank robbery. They found these fucking bullets 
and led to this fucking guy like a. Why would you use the rarest of bullets? Yeah, I, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but anyways, they were found at the residence of uh, Rogue Los Angeles Police Department cop David Mack, along with a shrine to Tupac Shakur, uh, when he was busted for the bank robbery. Oh, so he thought. Yeah, and somehow, he thought that that Biggie killed Tupac or somebody. And that, it said that, that the, somehow that the West Coast uh, beef that, that cop helped um, Suge. Um, orchestrate the the Retaliate, murder of Biggie yeah. and retaliation, right? Yeah. And that they, probably they could be. Them. I mean, if somebody was trying to kill Suge Knight, whether it be that lady in the security guard, and he didn't really know, right? Like what the fuck? And he was like, "Oh, it's these motherfuckers." You got to give it to fucking like FBI and shit on forensics, dude. They're oh, like, dude. dude, they're like, how many places that sold? I need you to just fucking yeah. square up the area, do a refined search to see anyone with that last name ending in this with a car matching that. The right. whole fucking CSI shit, they do yeah. that. Except they can't figure out who killed fucking Tupac or Suge Knight or, right. or fucking. Uh, Christopher Wallace. So apparently there were four specific cops that they know were involved with the, with the corruption through Rampart and Suge Knight. And it was a guy named Nino Durden. They went to jail or no? Yeah, I think they did go to jail. Kevin Gaines. And then the guy, Rafael Perez, who they think might've killed Biggie. And then the guy, David Mack, that you were just talking about who they also think might've killed Biggie. So there were definitely Rampart cops some way involved in the death of Biggie. Um, so I don't know. Even if Suge Knight didn't orchestrate the killing of of uh, Tupac, I think he orchestrated the killing of Biggie. Yeah. Um. So he does. Uh, he does several years. He goes to prison again in 2003 for viola- uh, violating patrol for assaulting a parking lot attendant. Um. And death row starts to decline. People start to leave the label. Suge Knight's never even there because he's always in fucking jail. Um. Uh, everybody, you know, his thug scare tactics to keep people signed with the label aren't going to work anymore. So people are going to start bailing to go to other uh, record labels because this motherfucker's in jail. He's not going to fuck me up. He's in jail, you know. Um, so in 2006, he uh, ends up uh, doing more beef with Snoop Dogg in a Rolling Stone interview um, death row starts to fall apart in 2006, April 4th, he files bankruptcy because a woman named Lydia Harris claims that she was cheated out of a 50% stake in death row records. Um, and she had filed that, uh, he owed 50% stake and apparently Knight was ordered by the court to pay $107 million to her. Hmm. So that was, so she had some claim then for sure. I mean, strong enough that the yeah. court was like, well, you owe her $107 million. Damn. Uh, so so uh, you didn't say anything about uh, Suge's allegations of uh, Snoop being a police informant, though. Or yeah, he did. Did you say that? Oh, okay. I yeah. missed it when I was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that's like, why yeah. he never goes to jail. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I wonder if there's any truth to that shit. Maybe. I don't know. Still love Snoop. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder if this. I wonder if Snoop Dogg buying Death Row Records now is a fucking like. Fuck you. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, that's what <laughs> I thought. I kind of thought that. But yeah. He, said he was like in his good grace and no, it's his son. Maybe his son gave mm. him the blessing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, who the say, fuck is his son? Exactly, dude. You said Jacob. Yeah. I know, but who the fuck is he? Yeah. So yeah, according to his financial records, uh, when he <laughs> filed for bankruptcy, he had eleven dollars in his bank account. He had a thousand dollars worth of closing uh, clothing. He had furniture and appliances valued at two thousand dollars and twenty five thousand dollars worth of jewelry. That's so funny. It's like so um, heavily jewelry weighted. And he said that he yeah. had eleven dollars in your account, but twenty five. Yeah, I got twenty five grand in change. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, yeah. Um, he claimed that uh, he hadn't 
looked at any of the financial records for death row for the last 10 years, which would basically mean like he's ever. trying to get out of something. Yeah. Though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want any part of where this money came from. Right. Or went. Um, so he ends up doing the, uh, he files for chapter 11 and, yeah. uh, it lets them continue to operate as a business while they restructure. And, uh, he ends up putting his, uh, $6.2 million home has to go on sale as part of the bankruptcy. Um, it sold, someone came up on it cause it was worth 6.2 million and someone bought it for a steal at 4.56 mm, million. A lot of bathrooms. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, an auction was held for everything that they still found in the death row office. And then apparently, and I vaguely remember this, I guess, uh, at one point they got a storage locker full of his stuff that was on storage, uh, wars. storage wars. I used to love that and show, but then too. I started to realize it's, it's fake, like, it's pretty fake. Oh, it's yeah. pretty fake. Yeah. Well, it was to my knowledge, they would buy, like the producers would are, would buy the locker already and then and they already knew what was in it. So right. the producers already looked through lockers and yeah, were like, okay, see, we're going to put the, we'll let them bid on this one and this one. Um, how, much of, how much of American pickers do you think is fucking that way too? They show up sight unseen no, they, to some they, hillbilly they house and just let that yeah, all I mean, go they, down. They, they pre-do all kinds. They, 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 they would paperwork call, and yeah. fucking get cleared. Yeah. Was, Mike always has. It's that just like anything. Or, it's just like yeah. anything where they show up at the door. Oh hi, like yeah. nice to meet you. And they're like, motherfucker, they already prepped you. They're in fucking. They got camera. They have microphones on and, and shit. Right, you right, know, right, like, yeah, and it's the first yeah. time we're meeting. And one of the. I mean, and it's like they'll be like, "This was a great pick," and it's like you, according to the show, you bought three things. Right. I yeah. know you didn't leave with three fucking things. Right. Like you filled your, you filled a U-Haul with shit. Maybe the I best, mean, the no. best episode I think ever is that fucking weird one where they go underground, like way underground with that oh, special yeah. guy, and he has like all the painted two by fours. Yeah. And it looks like Tinker Toy tunnels and shit. Yeah. Like, what the uh, fuck? Is he's crazy, like underground dude. with toys. I like that show, even it's a though it's whatever. I like that. Those show. guys are fun. I guess fucking I like uh, what's his name went crazy. Frank though, he Did went he? crazy. Yeah. How so? I don't know. He got weird. I don't. Uh, well, it's kind of weird. Daniel it's like they halfway taxes. muscled him out of the show because the brother, something, yeah, and he got all fucking saucy. So he got weird. Yeah, some shit got weird. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. So in 2008. Um, the police claimed that uh, Suge Knight was uh, a full member of the, the, the Mob Street gang and uh, he was involved in a monetary dispute outside of a nightclub. Um, well, it says he had 185 stitches and two rods in his spine. That's why Frank wasn't on the show for two years. Yeah. That's what it says, there was something that happened. Like, yeah, I think he got all Mike fucked up. Mike ran him over. Yeah. I think he got, no, I think he had health problems, so he couldn't do the show. And then they just like replaced him, even though they never told him they yeah, were well, like, he didn't Daniel have anything Potter to say. And the brother it. sounds like Mike. So yeah, I just went with it. Um, so there's so much here. I don't want to fucking just get bogged down on all these fucking crimes he commits. Um, he, uh, oh, it says addiction. It says that yeah. they want him back on the show, um, but he can't get right with the addiction battle from his fucking back surgery. That extra sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. So in 2014, he was uh, shot at a pre-video, uh, uh, a pre-VMA party for MTV with Chris Brown at a strip club. And this is the time he was shot six times and then walked from the venue to an ambulance and then was like back at the job within a couple of days. Um, 
And in a couple of days. Like, yeah. That sounds like some six months of rehab shit. Yo, like, fuck yeah, it does. Frank got back surgery and he's fucking out of yeah. the show for two years and yeah. on pills. Um, he and Cat Williams, the comedian, got arrested for a snatch and grab on a camera from a paparazzi, which I can't blame him on that. Um, and then the final arrest was the what we were looking at that video of earlier. So there were two guys, a guy named Terry Carter um, and a guy named Clee Sloan. Terry Carter was apparently a, a, before the fight, a friend of his. And then the other guy was a filmmaker. And then apparently they got in a fight on the set of Straight Outta Compton. And my assumption is he was at the set causing shit because he probably didn't want the film made. Right. Or he wanted rights or he wanted, you know, something. Um, and he ends up following these two to a parking lot, runs them over with his car. Um, he ends up getting arrested. The They end up setting a bail at uh, $25 million. And then they tried to, to get it lowered, but the judge refused to lower it. Um, they ended up delaying uh, what was happening because he had blood clots apparently. So yeah, the, man. The court fucking, date was delayed. That's the shit that gets you too. Pulmonary embolism, yep. man. Blood clot in your fucking lung. That's yep. the fucking killer. Um, so probably from fucking just healed up bullet wounds and going back to fucking exactly. You know dude. what I mean? Yeah. Like a bullet went through his lung. He's like, I'm good. Yeah, he did. Uh, they, they sentenced him to 22 years for running over the guy and killing him for manslaughter, and then they sentenced him to an additional six years because it was his third strike in the California Three Strikes Law. Um, they Right now, he's at the R.J. Donovan Correctional Facility in San Diego. He's not eligible for parole until 2034. Facility, have you heard of that? There's so many fucking, yeah. there's so many prisons, dude. It just feels like he'd be at like fucking San Quentin or some shit, not like the R.J. Donovan. Send him to a that sounds like a prison. fucking fancy hotel. That might be. Yeah, maybe it's like I some mean, it might celebrity be like jail. A, a, a Cush private owned or something. RJ Donovan. Um, so he uh, got indicted on charges of threatening death or bodily harm because he was sending death threats through text messages to the director of Straight Outta Compton. Um, and that was all part of it as well. Uh, that's I think that's still pending, that case. I'm trying to see. He pled not guilty. Oh, the charge was dropped as part of a, a plea agreement. So he pled guilty uh, to manslaughter in, so that they wouldn't try him for murder, basically. And I think part of it was you're also not going to pursue me for death threats to this guy. Right. So I'll plead guilty if you take that off the table and I don't go for murder. Um, and then, yeah, I, I tried to find what Snoop bought death row for. Um, and I couldn't find a dollar amount on the sale, but apparently he tried to buy it several years ago and, um, they had like, while he was trying to buy it, the company that owned it, sold it to another big mega company. Um, and it was taken off the table. And then as soon as it got put on sale again, he was like, he snatched it up so he can own death row. So So those financial executives who specialize in music assets say Snoop's death row deal is valued at 50 million. I don't know if that's what he paid. It says it's valued at $50 million. 
That's probably what he paid, I would imagine. Maybe. Damn, how much money is Snoop? But you know what? There's a lot of potential in Death Row. Like, that name is like... Oh, yeah. It's a Like, if you do the name. right thing with it and quit thugging out and fucking, like, actually sign some talented artists yeah. and do the right thing. Yep. I think they're going to do, like, clothing brand stuff. Yeah, like you could do all that. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. going to be branding. Yeah. No, it's definitely worth it. I mean, he can definitely... But I mean, but I think he'll also throw, you know, albums out and all kinds. I don't know what he's going to do with his label with Snoop's label like yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if he's going to just dissolve it or no, I doubt have, it. have I doubt it I think I think the death row is going to be a separate you know separate I mean, endeavor a full separate thing yeah. yeah or maybe that one of them bought the other one you know so death row's an umbrella I can't remember the name of his uh, production company doggy style no I don't Snoop? think that's it anyway um yeah so that's Shug Knight complete fucking thug uh Fucking killing people, maybe killed Tupac, maybe killed Biggie, definitely ran over a friend of his. Um, and I skipped over a ton of little, then he got arrested for this, then he fucking got beat up with that and had his face cut with a bottle and like just like there was just too much of it to to try to, to throw in there. But I think it is doggy style. Is it doggy style? Mm-hmm. I have to move up a tier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said it wrong though. Moving up a tier is not the way you want to go. I don't remember anymore. I was reading and, and trying to move up a tier. I was yeah, trying to find you're every, at the top. You're tier one white. Oh, I got to move. Yeah, you got to go to the. There's a. It's not, and it's not and like the, out up of and white down. And like it doesn't matter. You got to be. You could even do it sideways, whatever. But it's All like, right. yeah, you're gonna get. You know, this way, the other way. Well, you might have moved up a tier in in black. There you go. Um, You'll never be in black. No. But you still have to move down tiers in white too. To get there. Yeah. Uh, I'm light tan. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hot tan right now, bro. Neon brown. All right. Yeah. So that's it for, for one. Sure. You don't like melons. Don't. So. Bro. I like watermelon, though. I do like watermelon. Yeah. And I don't. And I said earlier that you produced. I don't think you produced anything. I think he just Should signed I? acts and managed yeah. them. I don't think he was ever a record. Mismanaged him. Yeah. Mismanaged him. Yeah. Managed him with a lead fucking pipe and yeah. threat. Yeah. Managed him yeah. with fear. All right, uh, social media winner for episode six forty six, the Dave Chappelle episode, the the scalpel of satire, is Zeus not going to work here anymore? It's B O J O R Q U E. Bogormamich. Bogormamich is going to win a T shirt for interacting and sharing on Facebook. And Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you and get your information, and I will ship you that shirt, courtesy of Jimmy D's Tees. Um, so thank you for doing that. Uh, we really appreciate uh, social media participation. That is very important to us, spreading the word. Um, that word of mouth is the gospel. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's what we preach for years, and we appreciate you following through. Zeus McGanahan. Bogorda Jamich. Yes. <laughs> um, also, um, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Art and Jacob Do America and Robots for Eyes podcast. So um, both those uh, funny, funny podcasts, lots of uh, entertainment, infotainment. You can learn and laugh at the same time. Both those podcasts are great. Um, go over to podbelly.com and check them out under the network section. Um, also, uh, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It is nutritious and it's delicious. And I got a whole bunch of stuff up there above Fight Club Studios to put into boxes and or bags and mail to you um, if you help us 
promote El Yucateco and let them know that we are the reason that you know that they exist and that you love them. So they are fucking amazing. Um, it does uh, make your diet not seem like a diet. It does make every meal better. And there are a variety of seven different flavors, and you can find them at most major grocery stores. You can find it at Walmart, Target. Um, if you see it in the wild, um, take a picture and post it on social media. Whatever your flavor of social media is, the Instaberries, Buckgrams, what else is there? Face neck. Face neck. <clears throat> that was my favorite one, probably. Face neck. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite, Brad? Twiddler. Twiddler. Yeah. Twiddler's good. <laughs> like that one, yeah. yeah. It's better than Whittler. You know what I mean? That yeah. one's primarily about woodworking and whatnot. I'm just not yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm not either. There's more people on the platform, but if you're not into woodworking, you're what are you going to do on Whittler? You're into more woodlooking. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. that is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, so, yeah. We give away a hot sack every week. Um, on Fridays, we generally post something on social media, and we ask that you participate, and we reward you for doing so. So thank you for doing that. And we do scour the internets and look across the Instaberries and Facenecks and the Twiddlers and the Whittlers and try to find out where you may be hiding with your hashtag. So um, make it apparent. Um, tag them. That is the at symbol, not just hashtag. They'd have to search for you with the hashtag. That's just for categorization. If you say at and then follow that by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. They will actually get a message in their inbox, and it says someone mentioned them. So hmm. do that um, if you have a, a picture of El Yucateco that you are currently posting. So thank you for that. Also check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com and use code SofaKingPodcast at checkout. They have stickers and all kinds of printed stuff. Um, go check them out. If you need a banner and you need it fast, twodaybanners.com. That's the number two, daybanners.com. Um, we have done nothing with our idea for the record. A week passed and another week passed and another mm-hmm. week passed. That's we not, like not us. follow through. That's unlike <clears> us. <throat> <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that though. God damn it. Going to do it. Make a list. Check it twice. Find out who's not here nice and go to twodaybanners.com and use code SofaKingPodcast to save some money when you're over there. Check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes shirts. He can make them for you. Um, he sells some of his own that he already made. They're already ready. They're just sitting there waiting for you to buy them. So go over there and buy them. And tell him that Sofa King Podcast says hello because he likes it when you do that. So go over there and check that out. Um, and he does have some of the shirts that he made that we also have sitting around waiting for you to buy at SofaKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. Go check that out. Uh, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Check out the Retro Vague um, at RetroVague.com. And then also check out Mindframe Podcast at the MindFramePodcast.com. Um, there is a ton of shit over there. There are 30 some odd chapters and or sit downs, plenty for your listening experience. And on that, um, send him nudes. Yeah. Send Jimmy nudes. Mm -hmm. Someone said that on the live and I almost forgot and I apologize. I don't know how I forgot that. So Jimmy, Jimmy said that. Oh, it's probably Jimmy. Yeah. 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 And the live just crashed. Actually the live went away, but that was perfect timing. Yeah. Basically over. Yeah. Yeah. So a quick uh, mention to a couple of our patrons um, some of the information that, that uh, they give us when they sign up is uh, hobbies and interests. And actually, a couple of people um, are in cover bands. Yeah. Like, and they're kind of weird cover bands. Obscure. Well, you wouldn't expect it. Um, and the first one is Missy Harvey. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. her band's called Smashing Thumpkins. 
<laughs> I thought it was smashing Blumpkins. No, it's smashing Thumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of hammer music, hammers and buckets and shit. But uh. the it roots from obviously smashing pumpkin covers. But during the process of learning, they didn't play instruments and they're working with hammers and buckets. Uh. A lot of thumb smashing going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they would at their concerts, they'll put up like footage of like Fred Flintstone when he would smash his yeah. thumb and it would like yeah. throb and get all big. Oh, the here song. Is Thumpkin. I'm just a shat in the cage. Thumpkin. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the all the songs have yeah. different variations. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, another one um, who's into the, the whole cover band scenario is uh, Marty Bill. Mm, that's White Flake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a bunch of hair. They're older and they've got dandruff now. Yeah. 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 They wear black yeah, turtlenecks. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, Bald spots with the yeah. long hair. Yeah. Just uh, flaking Very off. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Derm- yeah. Was it dermatitis? Real bad. Yeah. Some of them have bad skin conditions. Some of them have uh, yeah. bad uh, dandruff. Some of them have fucking cocaine addictions. Yeah. As long as something, yeah. yeah as long as something can flake off. Yeah. Uh, they're good with it. Don't hire them for a wedding. They're pretty flaky. No. Yeah. Yeah. They probably won't show up. Yeah. Secretary of the office I used to work in used to call it dandrith. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, just like just like death people. My uh yeah. <laughs> my stepdad said, uh, oh, it's filthy in here. Filthy. It's filthy. filthy. It's filthy. Oh, oh no. Uh, we can't have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It's frustrating me. Yeah. Well, if you want to be specific. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. So thank you for being patrons. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. If you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out L. Yucateco underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Podbelly. Patreon.com black slash Sofa King Podcast. Don't be retarded.